everyone, welcome to Strength for Today with your host here, Eric Dykstra. So glad you're here with us today. And I believe that the Lord has something that he wants to deposit deep within our heart. Today, we dive in to one of the most significant passages that have been a part of my life in Isaiah chapter 40. And this is really going to give us a lot of the characteristics of the strength of the Lord and what the prophet Isaiah talked about. And so let's dive right in. But before we do, let me just uh, say a quick prayer to open up our hearts to receive what God has for us. Father, I just ask you today to open up our hearts and to open up our ears in a way that we could hear your word and that your word as it enters in through our ears and goes and settles into the depths of our heart, may we comprehend it with our spirit and may it just uh, strengthen us and encourage our hearts, comfort us, exhort us and edify us as your word says it will. Father, I thank you that your son Jesus was the living word and has given us an example. So Father, we just receive all that you have today in Jesus' name. All right. I wanted to begin by uh, just asking a question of if you like sports and if you've ever been at that place where you've been in a debate with someone about who the greatest person to play that sport ever was, you know that it can get a little bit tense and it can stir up some emotions as far as who is the best athlete in that sport. And again, it comes back to our own personal preference, maybe the statistics that they had, um, no one else compares. But for me, I'm just thinking in terms of basketball. And I grew up in a period where the Bulls uh, were really good and they had a player named Michael Jordan. Maybe you're familiar with him, maybe you've heard of him. But for me personally, when it comes to basketball, I will say that Michael Jordan will have been, would have been the best player that's ever played. Now, some of you, you know, might have a different opinion, whether you're a current NBA fan or another player who played in that era with Michael Jordan, like Larry Bird or Magic Johnson, but there's a lot of comparisons that we can make. And again, these are human comparisons and you could really probably make a case for anyone, but again, me justifying Michael Jordan being the best is based on my preference in what I see. And I want to transition that into what we're going to talk about here in Isaiah 40, because Isaiah the prophet was talking about God and all the different things that God has in terms of strength that really no other person or even other God um, that has gotten attention uh, in the world could even compare with what the Lord has done. And Isaiah makes this distinction here in chapter 40. And so I just wanted to give us a little bit of um, background into this chapter and read a few verses here, because Isaiah really depicts some of these qualities that are living God. In Isaiah 40, verse 3, it says that there is a voice that is calling out, Clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Remove the obstacles. And I love this verse here. And again, it sounds like in the Gospels about John the Baptist, prepare ye the way of the Lord. That was John the Baptist's calling. 
And Isaiah here is calling out that there is going to be a voice that is crying out, prepare the way. So there is a way that the Lord sets before us, a path that is clearly marked. And it, I love the Amplified, which I'm reading from here. It says, remove the obstacles, make straight and smooth the desert, <clears throat> in the desert, a highway for our God. So there's some significant things even there, a smooth and straight path, just getting an image of being in a forest or in the wilderness. And, you know, when there's brush or when it's a winding path, it can be a lot more challenging to navigate, but it says the way of Jesus the one who is to come will be straight and smooth. And so you can be assured that God works in this way. And he says, in the wilderness. Again, if you know about having a relationship with God, <clears throat> there are going to be seasons in the desert. And these seasons aren't often fun. But again, the Lord makes a way smooth and straight, almost like a highway for God to be able to work. And I want you to hear in verse eight, Isaiah begins to talk about the grass and the flowers and how they'll fade away and how they just have a season and then they die basically. But here was, here's what he says. The word of the God, the word of our God stands forever. Again, one of the first episodes I said is that if you get to know me, I love the word of God and I stand on it. It's the foundation of my life and really want to cultivate that in us as we have a deep understanding of the word of God because it is eternal. And it says everything else in this world will fade, but my word stands forever. And I want to make a distinction here is that the word of God is one aspect that he's given us that begins to give direction and to make the path straight. There's the written word, but then there's also the spoken word. And that's the word that the Holy Spirit brings to life internally within us, and we connect with in our spirit, um, spirit. So not only does he give us truth, which sets the direction of our lives, but then we have the Holy Spirit now that's been given that begins to help us understand how to live this life and the kind of wisdom that we need to navigate our daily situations. Then in verse nine, he says, uh, to get up on a mountain, O Jerusalem, herald of good news, lift up your voice with strength, lift it up and do not fear. Again, this is an incredible passage talking about getting up to a high place. What's significant of a high place is that you get above the circumstances and you see from a higher perspective. So he's calling us to come up. And he says, lift up your voice with strength. I don't know if you've ever heard someone that speaks uh, from a place of humility and they have a very powerful voice in the world and they have influence, they have leadership and they do it from a pure heart and a heart that loves other people. It says, lift up your voice in strength. Well, how does our voice get strength? It's when we know who we are in Christ and his voice becomes our voice and he's given you a message. He's given you a voice, whether that's a voice in your home as a spouse, 
as a father, as a mother in the workplace. Um, there's many places that the Lord just gives us a voice. And he says, use your voice in strength. And then he comforts us and he says, here is your God. So again, with our voice, it's as we let people know where our sense of strength come from, he's saying, let them know I am here, that I am with you. Again, going back to Luke chapter two, one of Jesus's names was Emmanuel, the Lord with us. So again, lifting up our voice and strength and do not fear because the Lord says, I am near and I will never leave you nor forsake you. And I want you to be comforted by that today and see if this sounds familiar at all to you. This, this to me sounds like the passage in John 10 talking about Jesus being the good shepherd. But then Isaiah the prophet says in verse 11 of chapter 40, says he will protect his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and he will gently and carefully lead those nursing their young. And again, this is a picture of a loving God who shepherds his flock, who cares deeply for them. And the image that the Lord is just highlighting for me right now is that he will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom. What a great picture of who our God is and what he is for us. He's gentle. Just imagine yourself being embraced with his arms being drawn near to him. And then Isaiah, this is where that comparison thing comes in. Isaiah goes forward and he says, who has measured the waters in his hands? Who has marked off the heavens or calculated the dust of the earth and weighed the mountains? Again, there's no comparison because only God, if you go back to Genesis 1 and 2 and read the story of creation, I love these images that he would, were given to Isaiah. Who's measured the mountains? Who's weighed them and balanced them? Who's calculated the dust of the earth? These are incredible statements. And just let your heart reflect and meditate on those verses. The God of the universe, who's done all these incredible things, now making himself known and available to us. Allow that to strengthen your heart and to strengthen your mind to know that you have access, that he wants a relationship with you. He wants to give you his wisdom and his, the knowledge of knowing him through his word. And he wants you to know his voice today in a very real and powerful way. And then in verse 18, he says, who will you liken to God? Or who will you compare him to? No one. Isaiah is painting this picture for us that our God that we serve, the living one true God, cannot be compared to anyone else. That is an incredible thought that can encourage and lift up our heart today. No matter what you're going through, he's there. Do not be afraid. Let your voice be made known because my word is eternal. I am eternal, he says to you. Verse 26. He says, lift up your eyes, see who has created the heavens. He calls them by name because of the greatness of his might, the strength of his power. Again, I want to encourage you as we kind of wrap this one up today, 
lift up your eyes. And I just see the Lord lifting up our eyes today, going to a high place and getting a higher perspective. It says, lift up your voice to the one who's created the heavens, divided light and darkness, created the waters. And he says, because of the greatness of his might, in the strength of his power. And I just really feel like this is something God's putting on my heart right now. Is that maybe for some of us, we've been looking for other things in terms of strength and where we find it. But the Lord is lifting our eyes, drawing our focus back to his, saying, I love you. Let me be your strength. Even in your weakness, even when it seems maybe that I'm not present, I can provide a source of strength that no one else can because I've created the mountains, I've created the seas, I've created the heavens, I've divided light and day. In letting my light, he says, letting the light of Christ illuminate your heart and mind today, giving you hope for tomorrow. This is where I just want to end, that this is an incredible passage that ends in an incredible way. And I want you to kind of get this and see this in verse 28. He says, do you not know, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not become tired or grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding. So again, God assures us guys that he doesn't grow weary, that his strength is unlimited. And if you have God residing on the inside, what does that tell us about the way we can walk? Could you imagine waking up in the morning, being refreshed and renewed? Because it also says in his word that his mercies are new every morning. Guys, we can go throughout our day and be refreshed or renewed because that's who God is and that's who lives within us. You carry that ability to be renewed and fresh. And so God, I pray right now that you would refresh our hearts, that you would renew our heart in a way where we're ready for whatever comes our way. God, refresh us because that's who you are. No one can search his understanding. No one can counsel God because he's the source of everything. Verse 29 says, he gives strength to the weary and to him who has no might, he increases power. Guys, he gives strength to the weary and to him who has no might, he increases power. Again, so many times when we come to God, we think, well, I've got to bring this or we have a performance mindset. I've got to be doing all these things, but no. He says, if you are weary, I will give you power. I will increase your power. He gives strength to the weary. It's okay to be weary, but come to him and let him fill you with his strength and he'll increase your power. In verse 30, it says, even youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow 
tired. Those are incredible verses from the prophet Isaiah. He said, even youths grow weary. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power. And this is what I hear the Lord highlighting in that. Waiting for the Lord. Again, quieting ourselves and being ready to receive. And I love what the Amplified says here, who expect. So our expectation must increase. We must expect the Lord to meet us and give us his strength. Look for it. Because it doesn't just come out of the ordinary. We have to be intentional and look for it and hope in him. He is our hope. He is our strength. So expect, look, and hope in who he is. And it says, you will gain new strength and he will renew your power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God, being close to the father, like him, the shepherd, bringing his flock into his arms and watching over them. That's the image he wants you to have in your mind and in your heart. He's close to you, raising you up like on wings of eagles, it says, to soar above the circumstances and situations of your day in running and not growing weary. Guys, I don't know about you, but I've played a lot of sports in my day. And even when I'm working out, you know, I grow weary at times. But the Lord says he will not grow weary. And when you run, you won't grow tired. That is an incredible thought and a promise that he has for us. And I'll close just with these two things, kind of bringing this back to a personal level here. A couple of years ago, I carried mail. Um, and there was a day in the middle of winter that we had just gotten a ton of snow that night before and in the morning. And I show up at the post office. And, and at that time, I was an assistant carrier, which basically means that if no one shows up or you know, you have a different route pretty much every day. And so I didn't really know what route I was going to be having that day because the roads hadn't been cleared, the sidewalks hadn't been cleared yet. And I knew that if I was on a walking route, it was going to be a long day and that I would probably get tired and weary. And so I show up, I check into the front desk and they tell me that I've got Route 27. And in this particular city, Route 27 was the one route that no one wanted that they couldn't keep a regular carrier on because every time a new route got open for a regular, they would shift over and take another route to get off this route. And so it was never kept. So that's the route that I had this day. And it's a long route. There are uh, long runs that you make where you're carrying a lot of mail. And so I remember loading up my van and heading out on the street. And after the first couple of streets, um, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. And before I went out that day, I was just praying as I was loading up the mail and casing it and getting it ready in the truck. I'm just praying, Lord, give me the strength today because I'm going to need it. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this done even in the eight or nine hours that I'm given. And so I'm heading out and I start to literally and tangibly feel the strength that's rising up. And after the first two streets, uh, there was a lot of mail. There were a lot of packages that I was carrying. 
and usually you can start to feel it in your legs because the first two streets had a lot of stairs. And so I was tired um, normally after the first couple of streets, but trudging through the snow that day, uh, got to the end of my route and I was done by 5, 5.30, which really was pretty incredible for that day. And again, it was the strength of the Lord providing it that day. And he met me in a very simple and practical way of just giving me physical strength to finish that route. And actually, when I got done and went back to the office, um, I still felt strengthened and I wasn't really that tired. But then I looked back and just celebrated like that was a lot of mail and covered a lot of ground in really hard conditions. And I believe that something like that is just a practical image of what God can do in our daily lives and the strength that he can provide. And the other example that I was just thinking of was I've had many people in my life who have modeled and illustrated the strength of the Lord, and they're able to accomplish and do things in an accelerated way. And it seems like they never get tired. They're always refreshed. And so what intrigued me about these kind of individuals was that they were people who knew God intimately, who were lived in the word of God, who drew their promises and began to declare things in their life based on the promises that they saw in the word of God. And the Holy Spirit ministered to them throughout the entire day. And so I had many models and mentors in my life who had this rich, vibrant relationship with the living God. And it seemed like they were always refreshed and renewed. And even people that I've seen older in age who really have no business to be doing what they're doing, doing things that physically aren't the people that age aren't capable of doing. But again, it's coming back to the strength of the Lord. It keeps them young. It keeps them fresh. It keeps their mind sharp. That's the God I know. And may we come to know his strength so that we don't grow weary. Guys, I hope this has encouraged you today. In next episode, I'm going to be sharing a very personal experience in my life and in our family that we went through several years back. And so you don't want to miss it. And I'm just going to help uh, just paint a picture and give you an illustration of how the strength of the Lord got us through this incredibly difficult and challenging season. God bless you guys, and we'll see you next time.